you're listening to a Two Jackets podcast. Check out more at twojackets.com. Welcome to Ham Fiction, the podcast that's exactly like sham fiction, but with more ham. I'm Eric. And I'm Marcus. And Andrew didn't want to do the intro. Here's the format. Each ham stallment, Andrew, Eric, or Marcus will be presented with a media ham chise that they are unfamiliar with, and challenged to write ham fiction about it. We'll start by giving the author ham basics, like characters, overarching plots, and those hammy elements that make each ham chise great. The author will then take this info, throw out what they don't like, ham a generous helping of creative license, and come back ready to read their master ham for all of us to enjoy. It's ham fiction written by big hams! It's ham fiction! This week's author is Andrew. Hey guys, it's Andrew here. Hey Andrew. This week marks our 50th, 50th show. Uh, I think you mean our second. Some some people might be saying it is our 50th podcast. I think it's our second. This is a benchmark. Benchmark episode. <laughs> Not second episode what of Ham Fiction. Might have some people believe our brand new show. Yeah, I'm gonna just keep talking this entire time so that other people, less important people, because I'm the writer this week. I am the captain now. Uh-huh. This is like Agents of Shield. The way they do their seasons now is they break them into mini arcs. So like they just did Agents of Shield colon Ghost Rider. This is sham fiction colon ham fiction. Or just ham fiction. Or just ham fiction because Andrew's wrong. Two. Yep. Uh, yep. All right. <laughs> so, what ham related <sighs> thing are you doing, Andrew? Uh, I don't know. You tell me. Uh, you know I think what? Eric you can know, tell you. Yeah. All right. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. So, we, week two of our brand new show, Ham Fiction. Everything's about ham. Uh, if you haven't figured that out, last week was Hamilton. Uh, this week, uh, we're going to actually dive into the more obscure corners of the Marvel comic universe. Andrew, you've touched this before. You did Miss Marvel. It was it fantastic. Did. It was a long time ago. And it was a lot of fun. We all had fun. And we wanted to give you the chance to do it again with somebody that you may not have heard of. Very much ham-related. That's right. Ah. Uh. The perennial... I don't even know where this is going to go. Like, I'm, if I'm a listener, I'm putting myself in the listener's shoes. I uh, assume that I haven't looked at the title of the episode. Well, the listener... <laughs> exactly. Assuming that... The listener's already angry because you were denying that this is episode two of Ham Fiction. Uh, the we're listener's able to cheer so him up. angry that I even have to argue that mm. this isn't episode two of Ham Fiction. Um, but seriously, Ham-related superhero? You know what Color it is? Color me interested. What you know is, what is this? It's what is it? the the amazing Spider Ham. What? Oh, not Spider Man. Spider Ham. The legally distinct, <laughs> but still owned by Marvel, uh, animal anthropomorphic pig version of Spider Man. Wait a second. That you all know and love. Spoiler warning: We will be giving away Spider Ham's secret identity. <laughs> Wait, wait a second. Sure oh will. god, can I guess? Can I guess? You, you sure can. I don't know this. You so sure I want everybody to know I have no idea what this is. When you say Spider Ham, I'm like, what are you talking about? But I'm gonna guess uh-huh. that the alter ego of Spider Ham yeah. is none other yeah. than Peter Porker. Oh, you, you got, got it! it. 
This thing writes oh, itself. Spot on. We don't even need to tell you anything else. You I clearly can't believe this. You've tapped into a portion of the universe that uh, that uh, is just giving you superpowers. This is great. Uh, but, you know, this, I'll just give you a little quick background. Uh, Spider-Ham premiered in a <laughs> lovely comic from 1983. So what? this is, uh, we're pulling back Whoa. to the 80s. Uh, called Marvel Tales Number One. Tales, you know, spelled like an animal's tale. Adorable. Not like a story tale. Uh, and it is. <laughs> it all takes place in a universe, a Marvel universe, where every character is an anthropomorphic <laughs> animal of some kind, and and every single proper noun in this universe is an animal-related pun. Oh yes. <laughs> So you, you get to flex not only your ham muscles, but your pun muscles. Oh, so, my goodness. Uh, yeah, that's going to be part of it. Uh, yep. And this this uh, this series, which it did become a series. It started off as a one-off, but it, it has spawned many issues and versions. Uh, originally created by Tom DeFalco and Mark Armstrong back in 1983. So, yeah. It's exciting. a long time ago. A long time ago. It's a back issue. You can pick, go to your local comic store. Maybe they'll have it. I, I don't think somewhere. they would have it. But probably not. <laughs> I think it would be Get expensive it. if they did. Maybe go to the internet. I bet you could find one. Uh, yeah. Spider Ham, everybody. This is Ham Fiction. <laughs> I have no idea what this is other than I'm just imagining Spider-Man as a pig. And right. you well, so we all know got it. the story of Peter Parker, Spider-Man. High school student, mm-hmm. nerd, genius, fawning over the girl next door, gets bitten by mm-hmm. a radioactive spider, gaining mm-hmm. all of the radiation powers of a spider, and yep. goes on to fight crime as the Amazing Spider-Man. So you yep. would think, you would think that, oh, you know, they make him a, a pig, so he's he's a, he's a pig who was written by, bitten by a radioactive spider, Marcus, right? That, that would make sense. He is a yep. pig. We know he's a pig. Peter Porker is a pig. Yeah. But what happened? What happened, uh, Eric? So... Instead, uh, this is this is great. So I haven't actually read this particular issue where they go into the backstory. This of was Peter in the Porker. second series, I think, issue fifteen. Yeah, it was issue. It was you're right. Uh, I didn't actually read this one, but I read the Wikipedia, which makes me an expert. Uh, it's my favorite thing, Andrew. What, Andrew? Are what? you listening? Because this is my favorite thing. The origin okay. of Spider Ham. So. Uh, I'm just going to throw out again, I'm going to pre-guess that there's a Charlotte's Web reference in here. Uh, Ooh, well, you know. Not that we know of. That's that's too uh, highfalutin literary. Oh, so first of all, you know Aunt May, right? Aunt May? I know of her. Well, it's it's May Porker. <laughs> May Porker. Uh, yeah, in yeah. this version of the story, she is some sort of mad scientist. <laughs> okay. And Peter started his life in uh, May Porker's basement laboratory as... Not a pig. As a spider. Started life as Peter the Spider. Okay. <laughs> and he gained his uh, his amazing powers by being bitten by a radioactive Aunt May. <laughs> that is right. So, so she's a pig. So, she's so, a pig. so Aunt May is a pig and bites bit the, the spider. And thus transforms him into a pig... While retaining all of the powers of a spider. 
That this is fantastic. Had. I love this. I love it. It's the best, most convoluted, what the hell sort of thing. And naturally she adopts him at that point. Yep, and then she takes up, takes up her surname. Decides to call himself Peter Porker. <laughs> uh, and fight crime. As you do. As you do. Alright, so let's let's talk a little bit more about Peter. Character wise. Uh, what, is, what, what is there to say? Like, Marcus... This, these all the characters in this comic are characters we know from Pretty other much. materials. I mean, uh, Andrew has has seen at least his fair, uh, his fair share of Spider-Man movies. Can it be assumed that you just anthropomorphize all of these characters and you're basically at uh, uh, Spider-Ham, right? Well, close. I think we can we can give a little bit more detail though. Uh, yeah. So first of all, he doesn't work at the Daily Bugle. That's not no. an animal. He works no. at the Daily Beagle. Yeah. Yeah. Of course he does. Of course he does. Sure does. <laughs> so he works at the Daily Beagle. Uh, I want to be clear at what he looks like. He is a pig standing on two hind legs with a full pig snout that his mask closely wraps around. Yep. And, uh, so he's yeah, got a and snout the fun mask. Is that his eye, the the uh, the the nose holes on the mouth or on the mask look just like another set of Spider-Man eyes with the same little flared out design? <laughs> yep. Oh sure, so yeah, it's cute. I see that. It's cute. But everybody in this is like like Marcus said, on two legs, anthropomorphized version of an animal. It's a furry. So, it's a weird furry thing. Sure. So they're like human bodies with animal heads. Yeah, that creepy, creepy business. But perfect yeah. for fan fiction. But th- and this also isn't uh, the new kind of emo-y Peter Parker, right? This is classic, every line's a pun joke, Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. Doesn't take crime seriously because nothing is serious in this. Nothing at all. Well, that's one of the things I actually really loved about this and was surprised about when I read this is that it, like, the style of it harkens back to, like, I don't know if it's Golden or Silver Age comics where, you know, everything is in a thought bubble. Everything that's happening in a, in the panel is being described in the thought bubble. And, you know, their, their, their enemies aren't um, these mutant supervillains like we're all used to. Uh, they're thieves and robbers and business people who are, you know, trying to make a buck off of something dishonestly. Like, it's, it's a very different sort of comic than the modern ones we're all used to reading. Yeah. Very different standard for what needs superheroing. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. So this, there's a team up in the first issue. It's yeah. not just Peter Porker. We get another Marvel animal hero. Who is none other than Captain Americat? That's right, <laughs> Captain Americat. Americat, or his civilian Good. identity, who also works at the Bugle. Because why not? The Steve Beagle. Mouser. Oh, the Beagle. Sorry, the Beagle. Steve Mouser, Captain Americat. Uh, and Captain Americat, he is <laughs> just a cat. <laughs> he, Pretty uh, much. He makes a point at one time in the first issue. And he doesn't have superpowers. He's just able to do this stuff because he does regular exercise and eats right. So, (laughs) (laughs) that's something he says to the criminals. Uh, That's something that is so indicative of these old comics. The spoken PSAs, left and right. Just, this Mm -hmm. is how to be an upstanding citizen. Oh, the police will shorten them up. (laughs) 
Lots yeah, but fun. I also love like that. He, <laughs> yeah, when he's attacking uh, criminals, that he's going out of his way to speak in very long sentences in the middle of like a high kick. You know, (laughs) it's like, I'm doing this because I eat right. You know, that it's all happening in the action. It doesn't, you could never make a film of these sorts of interactions because the words are, they're just too many words for a very short amount of action. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Weird. But fun. Lots of fun. and, and you're full gonna of animal puns. It. Yeah, who, what, what other animals we got in this one? Uh, well, we got uh, both uh, Peter Porker and Steve Mouser. Mm-hmm. Uh, they work for you know the the Daily Beagle and their boss. You know you know their boss. It's J Jonah Jackal. Oh, and I yep. guess he's a jackal, though he's drawn pretty much like a donkey. It kind of confused me. That's kind of weird. Editorial <laughs> may have frowned on J. Jonah Jackass back in 1983. Would have made a lot more sense, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, J. Jonah Jackal. Um, I already told you about Aunt May Porker. Uh, we also have, uh, who makes an appearance in this first comic, is the birth of the superhero, the big green angry superhero known as Hulk Bunny. <laughs> that was not as clever. That not one just not... kind of phoned in. Yeah, a little bit, but uh, it kind of makes sense because uh, his alter ego is, of course, uh, Bruce Bunny instead of Bruce Banner. Okay. Uh, and in this, he gets turned into Hulk Bunny because he gets irradiated by a an arcade cabinet that he's working on because he's a guy who builds arcade cabinets. This is a I very guess. preachy comic, by the way. Yeah. I make a good point about how things shouldn't be censored and how arcades help you learn about computers. <laughs> it's pretty uh, interesting. Yeah. There's lots of uh, lots of people with uh, protest signs in this who don't want the arcade to exist because kids shouldn't be exposed to violence or sex, stuff like that. Very 1980s. minds, all yeah. them video games. Uh-huh. Uh, that's pretty much all the characters I wrote down who yeah. make an appearance in this one. There's a backup story about Goose Rider. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Goose Rider. Uh-huh. So he could make an appearance. He's exactly what you'd think. Yep. He's a goose. But then... Possessed the flaming head? Of vengeance. I was going to say, wearing a leather jacket with a flaming head. That mm-hmm. is exactly it. You got it. Swinging chains around. That's it. Pee and fire. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, oh, Nick. Oh, gosh, he is just screaming at the top of his lungs all the time. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I don't even know what else to say about this. Uh, Marcus, what else do you got? You know, this is our treat to you here on week two of Ham Fiction. Or our 50th episode treat, depending on your arithmetic. Uh, <laughs> it's not, not even the yeah, it would do the 50th. Uh, so, just have fun with this, man. You know, this is... You get to do Marvel Heroes, but you gotta stick to the tropes of the time. It's gotta be clean. It's gotta have gotta be clean, okay. all of the animal puns imaginable. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a society of different types of animals. A Zootopia, if you will. <laughs> a Zootopia? But none of it's explained how, how they get along. They don't don't dive into anything. It's just fun animals. Yep, 
It's like appealing to kids or whatever. And for some reason, this character has kept coming back for over 30 years now. <laughs> yep. Wait a second. This is... Spider-Ham is still a thing? Yeah. Spider-Ham will have, you know, pop-up cameos and issues of things today. Uh, they just did a big Spider-Man crossover called Spider-Verse a couple years back. Spider-Ham showed up in that. He popped <laughs> up in at least one of the cartoons. You know, Peter yeah. Porker can't be kept down. It's true. Yeah, that's one thing to note. I mean, this is uh, Marvel we're talking about. So everything they create exists in some version of reality, right? You have, like, the ultimate universe versus, you know, versus, I don't know, the amazing Spider-Man universe. Well, this Spider-Ham version is just another one of those many universes that are all canon, but just exist in their own little reality. Which we finally saw in last year's Doctor Strange. The film finally goes into Uh, the multiverse. I still haven't seen it. No, man. (laughs) No spoilers. But but I believe you. Uh, So yeah, that's it. Um, Got a couple of bonus points for you. Let's do it. Before we kick you out and make you start writing your first ham fiction ever. Uh... (laughs) And uh, I'm why, done don't fighting. You, no uh, why don't you start, Marcus? All right. So I really, really, really want you to hit the era here. Uh, okay. So give me that preachy PSA in the dialogue. That's okay. what I want to see. So I don't know what I'm going to be learning about buying war bonds, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, just tell me how I should live my life. While in dialogue between two of your characters. It's not a direct address to me. It's part of how they normally talk. Yep. That's fun. I like that. Uh, My bonus points are going to be, quite simply, uh, you need to include at least five well-known Marvel characters in animal form. They don't have to appear in your scene, but you have to at least mention five animalized names of Marvel characters. Wolverine and the lizard do not count. Yeah, that's too easy. But you know what? You can make Wolverine something else as long as it references another animal. <laughs> yeah, no, I know what you mean. Yep. I can't I can't think of one right now because what rhymes with ween? It would just it would just be een. Wolverine and he's a sheep. And it's a sheep. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, the See, first one that popped in my head was Wolverine and he's an eel. <laughs> Oh, that's good, but you can't use it because we already talked about it. No, no, no. That was a throwaway. You can put that in there, but you'll have to do five others. Yeah, got it. All right. That's beautiful. See, you got this. I have full confidence that you can do this justice. It's, it's, you know, it's good, clean fun with the Marvel heroes as animals. Exactly. That's that's what I got. Bam. (laughs) Nailed it. it. Great. Good. Yeah, I uh, I think I'll... There's there's a lot to do here. There's a lot I could do here. I can see why it ran for 30 years. The, 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 the possibilities are endless. There are so many animals on this planet. Well, the, the people needed something to pick up after Return of the Jedi came out. They said, we need a story that's going to satisfy our needs. And this was it. This was it. And Peter Parker filled that gap. Answered the call. <laughs> ah, it's beautiful. All right, go right. All right, I'm going to go do it. We'll see you in a bit. Bye.
Hey, podcast people. If you like subscribing to things, I highly suggest you subscribe to Sham Fiction. Even if you don't like subscribing, it's, it's a good habit to get into. Why? Because when you subscribe, you'll get a new episode of Sham Fiction delivered straight to your magical pocket device every single Sunday. If you're feeling generous, you could rate our show as well. Either way, subscribing on iTunes is the best way to tell us that you're listening to Sham Fiction, and that helps us out greatly. So thanks for listening to the show. I hope you're enjoying it. Let's get back to it. Hey, Marcus. We got a prediction segment to do. All right, we're doing those on the show. That's right. Yep. Uh-huh. And so I want to know, what do you think our friend Andrew Neal is going to do with Spider-Ham? The incredible, the amazing Spider-Ham. If there's one thing I know about the friendly neighborhood Andrew Neal, it's that the man likes his ham. So I think he's <laughs> going to take this assignment to heart. And I think he is going to include a threat that would involve our dear Spider-Ham, or perhaps Aunt May Porker, being turned into food. <laughs> Either bacon, glazed ham. Oh, boy. Anything really hammy, I think, is going to be the threat of this piece. And yet, I kind of feel like, because Andrew hates us so much for this ham fiction shtick, that he might somehow do exactly the opposite of that. And uh, and I don't know. I don't know what he could do, but just to to prove that he does not like the concept of this show... (laughs) Um, but, you know, actually, my my secret bonus points are going to be that if he includes a Tony Stark analogy, an Iron Man analogy, um, being a dick to Peter Porker, mm-hmm. I think he's going to get my points. Because if there's, if there's one thing that we know from the Marvel Cinematic Universe is that the best thing in the world is Tony Stark being a dick to children. Oh, we know it. That's always fun. And, Hilarious. Hilarious. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming hasn't come out yet, but from the trailers, it looks like there's plenty of Tony Stark being a dick to Peter Parker. Who is a child. Who is a child. So if Andrew does that with Peter Parker and, oh, I don't know, what's what's Tony Stark? What's a Tony Tony Stark? Stark? Tony Stark. Yeah. If Tony Stark is a dick to Peter Parker, full points from me. I'm with you. I'll also Perfect. I'll toss in one more point if he says squeal piggy at any point in this. <laughs> Just feels, right, feel noted. like that's a thing that should be said. <laughs> so, All right. Let's bring well, him in. Fair. Fair. Let's bring him in. Hey, pals, chums, friends. I have returned from what I assumed, though I didn't ask, New Pork City. Oh, to report back on our favorite hero, <laughs> Spider Ham. Man Hammond or Ham Hatton? Is that sure what it is? I like. Ham-Hatton. I like Ham Hatton. Oh, Ham Hatton. it up. I like New Pork City though. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's one of the boroughs of New Pork City. Duh. Duh. <laughs> I assume everything's but, uh, but yeah, it yes. has to be. Yes. How was it? How how was writing? It was You ready? I'm ready. I'm happy. I don't know if you guys are ready. Um so Guys, I have a surprise. Oh, not again. <laughs> a little surprise for you. I, I was expecting more excitement than what I just got. <laughs> well, Eric surprised me last time, and now I've got this, like, issue where I'm afraid I'm not going to measure up and ham fiction's going to be canceled after my episode. So what did you do? Did you make a comic <laughs> book or something? 
No, because this is an aural medium <laughs> for which a comic book would not work. No, you know, I you, wrote a little song. Oh, right. uh, you wrote a song? I wrote what? a song. It, now, listen. So, after what? Eric completely destroyed everything last week, writing some sweet killer verse for Hamilton, I had to get in on this action. Now, I did not write verse for Spider-Ham. I did not... Okay. I, this is not going to be me dropping a Reed Rhymer beat and rapping the whole thing. No, no, no. Okay. I just wanted to write a little song for you. Well, so, the original Spider-Ham song is a classic. Of course you'd, you'd want to... Yeah. Did you just I, change it so it's Spider-Ham, Spider-Ham, does whatever a, a Spider-Ham can? Do you want to just hear it and find out? Oh, I do. Yes. All right. Oh, yes. So I Lord, did yes. also write a fiction in addition to this song. So you're getting... This is just a little bonus for... Double dose. You, my friends, as well as my listener friends listening. So we're going to listen to a song here, and then we'll take a quick little break for laughs, because I assume... <laughs> I'm, I'm not to be presumptive, but, you know, I think there might be some laughs. And then we'll lay it on and us. then we'll we'll do this do the piece. Drop All the right? beat. Uh, Here we go. It's a friendly, friendly neighborhood spider ham. It's a friendly, friendly neighborhood spider ham. It's a friendly neighborhood spider ham. Straight out of the sky and up into the sky. The boy got a new hero, he moves place to place He wears a mask, he's can't see his face Except that snap, it sticks out, yeah, you see it Little stumpy flat nose, how you know he can't be beaten Goes out on the town, off the ground He's swinging around, web shoe, a graceful loop You've never seen a hog get where he going any sooner And where is that, where it's at, where it's going down Where the villain's prowl, that's where he's at To fight the crime and evil play in the city to prove his uncle's point with a stunning agility that with great power owed comes great responsibility. <laughs> it's a friendly, friendly neighborhood spider ham. It's a friendly, friendly neighborhood spider ham. It's a friendly neighborhood spider ham. Straight out of the sty and up into the sky. Uh oh, your villains, watch how he goes. Up the wall on nothing but his fingers and his toes. Dexterous, quick of action, quick of wit. Dropping one liners as he roasts you on his spit. A sizzle, sizzle with a little saucy drizzle. A delicious diss on his lips for your criminals. Go ahead, take a breath, huff and puff. But the dust you muster just won't be enough. He ain't strong, a stick. This pig's a brick house. He's a glutton of justice in any amount. So take him out, baddies anywhere. Nothing classy, just sev up your asses with a side of sweet and sassy. <laughs> it's a friendly, friendly neighborhood spider ham. It's a friendly, friendly neighborhood spider ham. It's a friendly neighborhood spider ham. Straight out of the sty and up into the sky. Oh, spider ham, yeah, spider ham. Does whatever a spider and a pig can. Spins a web, rolls in mud, catches thieves, rolls in mud. Look out! <laughs> Here comes the spider hand. Yeah, yeah. I'm so pleased. Oh, That's my dude. song for you. Oh, oh, you I'm don't so... even 
so You don't happy. even need a, a, a fiction. It's fine. We're, we're good. I mean, we're I, good. I, I love that. The points. But I do have to ask, is everything okay at home? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Pray this tell. Is, this is what you spend your spare time on. <laughs> uh, don't listen to him. It's beautiful, it. baby. Oh, thank you, John. And gentlemen. he has toes. Mm-hmm. That just gave me nightmares. <laughs> it, it, you know, it, there was references to sweet and sassy, famous oh, dance yes. sauce. How could I not have some barbecue when we're talking about a pig? Although, if you wanted full points, you, you'd know I'm a, uh, uh, was it rich and zesty? Oh, gosh. Sweet uh, and zesty? Sweet, sweet and zesty. It's rich and sassy. That's it. Rich and sassy. Is it oh. rich and sassy? Uh-oh. I think it's rich and sassy. Oh, I messed it up. No, it's good. We won't have problems with the uh, with legal this time. Okay, yeah, nothing you. about that song would issue problems with legal. <laughs> no, nope, nothing about it at all. All original. Legally distinct. Anyway, let's hear your story. All right, let's do it. <laughs> well done. Thank you. This is Andrew Neal's Spider-Ham. <laughs> Peter Porker, age 16, isn't like most boys his age. Surely only a year ago, he was just an ordinary orphan spider spinning webs in the alleys of New Pork City without rhyme or reason. But then, after being bitten by his adoptive aunt and known man scientist May Porker, Peter changed into the most heroic of all God's creatures, a pig. Now with the body of a champion, Peter dons a flattering suit and uses his stunning spider-like abilities to protect the citizens of New Pork as the Amazing Spider-Ham. We join our hero as he hurriedly swings through the queen across the Queen's Bee Bridge. He's already had a full <laughs> night of crime fighting, apprehending two armed robbers, a kidnapper, and a serial flasher. The first three were standard for the web slinger, but that last pervert, a horse of a different color by the name of Leslie Nason, had been quite a handful. More like two, Spidey thinks before the more pressing issue pops back into his mind. Golly gee, I'm so late for my date with Mary Jane, and she had something extra special planned for tonight. Our hero releases his web at the peak of a swing. Zoom! He launches off the bridge and falls down, down, down before his next web catches a building on the other side. With a whoosh of the brisk night air, our ham begins to swing over the streets of Astorkia as onlookers look on in awe. But then, a sensation. Bzz, bzz, bzz. The web slinger perks up. My spider sense is tingling. Oh no, not now. What could it be? <laughs> Spidey looks around. Nothing seems out of the ordinary until there. He he spots two suspicious silhouettes through the curtains of an open second story window just ahead. I better check it out. Aw shucks, Mary Jane's gonna roast me for sure. (laughs) With a signature snort, our hero shoots ahead, led by his superior senses. Through that open window, a cool breeze blows into the bedroom of local youth, Billy Goderberg, age 17, star of his local high school lacrosse team. Billy is sitting on his bed opposite the window, next to his sweetheart, all pork, or new pork, all state synchronized swimming medalist 1963, Miss Pinchy Lobsterson, also age 17. <laughs> Burr, Billy, close that window, I'll catch my death. Sure thing, babe. We don't want anyone seeing us anyway. Why don't these two typically upstanding adolescents want to be seen? Oh, maybe because we've joined them in the midst of some frisky business. As he closes the window and draws the blinds, the shirtless Billy Goat Boy turns to his lingerie-clad crustacean companion with lustful eyes. Wow, Pinchy, you absolutely shine in this light. 
The girl snaps a playful claw at the boy. Billy Goderberg, are you trying to butter me up? <laughs> it's the truth, baby. I know. I polished my exoskeleton for this. Billy's jaw drops. Hubba hubba. <laughs> in an impressive display of his athleticism and youthful vigor, Billy leaps across the room in a single bound, and the two begin what could possibly be described as heavy petting. The act involves hands and claws and horns and antennae. To be honest, I'm not sure how to describe it. If only a hero could put a stop to this sinful ritual. But wait, that's right! Smash! The window shatters and the indecent adolescents recoil as shards of glass litter the room. A web follows in the wake of the chaos and with it, its wielder. The frightened fondlers shout his name in unison. Spider Ham! Yes, indeed, our ham affirms. And I'm here to... Holy hash browns! What are you two doing? The haze of his most excellent entrance fades, and Spidey takes in the scene. The two teens in each other's arms slash claws, in a state of undress, on the boy's bed. He also notes the posters of himself and some of your other favorite Marvel heroes adorning the walls, including Iron, Man Iron Mantis, Mr. Fantastic Fox, and Miss Marvelephant. Find all their latest issues at your local comic book store. Billy throws up his hands. We weren't doing anything, Spider-Ham. Pinchy does the same. It isn't what it looks like. Isn't what it looks like, Spidey retorts. It looks like the two of you were about to make some, some whoopee. <laughs> Billy pushes Pinchy away. No, we weren't. Then why is your gal wearing only her, her brassiere? Our hero <laughs> punctuates his query with a dramatic point at the cups in question. Pinchy gasps and crosses her claws to cover herself. Her antennae flutter in frustration as she glances between her guy and our ham. Fine, you caught us, but what's the big deal? She elbows Billy. Bah, yeah, what's the b -b big deal? Spidey shakes his head. These tawdry teens, he muses, they just don't get it. You just don't get it, Spidey exclaims. <laughs> Whoopi isn't all butter and soda crackers. There are consequences. Pinchy Lobsterson, you should know that more than any. Oh, yeah? And why is that? Spidey's palm makes contact with his face. Ah, oh, heck, why am I always the one who has to explain this stuff? <laughs> oh, Spidey, that's just how it goes. With great power comes, well, you know. <laughs> explain what stuff? Pinchy presses as Billy blinks absently. Spidey sighs before continuing. Whoopee, I mean sexual intercourse, <laughs> is our means of reproduction. Pinchy, how do you expect to be New Pork All-State Synchronized Swimming Medalist 1964 if you're pregnant with Billy's kid during swimming season? <laughs> Pinchy scoffs. Who do you think I am? Some skimpy brain shrimp? Dadoy, we were going to use contraception. <laughs> Pinchy elbows Billy. <laughs> yeah. Billy reaches into his pocket and produces a pristine foil-wrapped condom, specifically the Battering Ram model, lubricated and hard-tipped to help you breach the gates of ultimate pleasure. Created by America's most trusted brand, Trojan Horse Condoms, available, available now at Narwhal Greens. Spidey shakes a heroic finger at the misguided youths. Condoms aren't 100% effective, you guys. Abstinence is the only surefire way to prevent pregnancy. Footnote, our sponsors, Trojan Horse Condoms, begrudgingly endorse this message. But Spider-Ham, 
Pinchy pleads, I love Billy. We've been dating since the beginning of the school year, and I need to express those emotions physically. Billy nods vigorously in agreement. Yeah, she gives me b-b-boners. Yikes, we didn't need to know that. Yeah, I didn't need to know that, our ham agrees. But there are alternatives to sexual intercourse that satisfy those sinister urges. Put those hands and claws to work, both on yourselves and each other. Pinchy's beady eyes briefly study her claws before she snaps them angrily at Spidey. Don't be such a prude, Spider-Ham. You mean to tell me that in all the year you've been dating, you've never gotten past first base with Mary Jane? Uh-oh, Spidey thinks. That's right, Mary Jane! I'm late! He exclaims with a signature snort. Are we good here? Pinchy's antennae flutter in frustration. No, we're not! She elbows Billy, who's been staring blankly at his hands for the last 30 seconds. Buh, no, we're not. Um, what am I supposed to do with these? Ah, cheese weeds, our ham size. Guess we'll have to do this the hard way. With a flick of his wrist, our hero shoots and lands a well-placed web on a small foiled wrap target, the Trojan horse brand condom in Billy's hands. I'll take that, he says as he pulls the web back, catches the condom in his other hand, and slides it into a pocket with one smooth motion. Wow, Billy says, stunned by the stunning display of our hero's abilities. Spidey then aims a wrist at both him and his crabby companion. What are you doing? Pinchy protests. Think of it as a safe alternative, Spider-Ham says with a wink. Moments later, our hero swings out of Billy Goderberg's bedroom window, leaving behind two bewildered and sexually unfulfilled, but safe, teenagers bound in his webs. High over the streets of Queensby, our hero soars towards his lady love's abode with such amazing speed you'd think the green gibbon were tied on his twirly tail. But mere minutes after preventing a potential teenage pregnancy, Spider-Ham swings down and lands gracefully upon the windowsill of his night's final destination. And for the second time that evening, he's met with a scandalous sight. Mary Jane? He exclaims. And sure enough, Spider-Ham's true love, the one and only Mary Jane Walrus, is lying most invitingly on her scarlet comforted bed. The lights are low and smooth jazz croons in the background. Hey, Spider-Hunk. Mary Jane replies. The words draw our hero's gaze beneath her whiskered lips to her defining features. Mary Jane are those... Tusk garters? <laughs> you betcha, boy. You likey. D-d-do I? <laughs> Spidey stutters with excitement, letting out a signature snort. Good, Mary Jane <laughs> Good, Mary Jane replies. I got the idea from a friend. With a flutter of her long lashes, Mary Jane glances to the bedroom door, where a new figure appears, and wowee, what a figure it is. Spider-Ham's jaw drops. Black catapus? <laughs> Indeed, the very same. Hey, web-slinger. Black catapus purrs. She's quite a sight, with her glossy black leather bodysuit hugging every curve and tentacle. Back at the bed, Mary Jane runs a hand down one of her gartered tusks. I wanted tonight to be special. It needs to go just right. So I thought I'd invite someone with more experience. The sexy cephalopod flourishes her, flourishes her ample appendages. 
happy to lend a hand. <laughs> then her eyes dart down to our ham's flattering pants. Well, well, is that a condom perfectly outlined in your pocket, Spidey? How thoughtful. I hope it's a Trojan horse. There's no brand more dependable. She winks. What a, seriously, folks, what a gal. So, so, Peter, Mary Jane begins, what is, what's your move? Our hero gulps deeply. Only a silent squeal escapes him. For the first time that night... (laughs) The amazing Spider-Ham is at a loss for words. Will Spidey go through with it? Will his wildest (laughs) fantasies and those of our overwhelmingly male audience between the ages of 15 and 45 come true? Or will he follow his own advice and abstain from these most devilish delights? Find out in the next exciting issue of America's favorite comic hero, The Amazing (laughs) Spider-Ham! Oh, practice what you <laughs> preach, Parker. I, I don't. My words are not in my head to come out <laughs> at you. Oh, I feel like I learned something today, guys, <laughs> about the dangers of sexual intercourse. Remember, yeah. Andrew, when I asked you if you were okay? <laughs> <laughs> Question withdrawn. Clearly answered. <laughs> <laughs> and no, no, he is not okay. <laughs> I'll let my words speak for me. <laughs> uh, wow. Uh, wow, that was different. That was not what I expected. You went full-on PSA, and I really appreciate that, with an amazing uh, performance. Oh, my God. It was, yeah, perfect old-timey radio, Superman yep. style. Goat voice. Sexy walrus voice. Oh my gosh. Oof. Just and so unexpected with the subject matter. What? Like I, I was I was expecting some super villainy. Yeah. Some some cameos from Marvel heroes. And instead the danger, the thing that sets off his spider sense, is that two teenagers are about to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 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 I was out to teach a lesson, you guys. A lesson about home invasion. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) God, that's too funny. Wow. Too funny. Andrew, you just, you talk now, because I I can't, you got to tell us, what what did you do? (laughs) How did you make this? Well, the PSA thing really stuck with me, as is evident. Um, (laughs) Yeah, full bonus points, by the way. I decided to... Thank you. And I decided to just really embrace that. And because this... You said that this material material harkens back to, like, the golden days of comics. um, I decided to pick a topic for which we have become, well, most of us have become more educated upon and times have changed. And I decided to go with a very old and outdated perspective on it. And so sex was the first thing that popped into my head because I'm a sexual deviant. And (laughs) I... Aren't we all? (laughs) So that's, that's what I wanted to focus on. So I wanted our hero to be the voice of abstinence-only sexual uh, prevention <laughs> and decided to go that route. And I, I really like the idea of doing it in that old-timey radio feel since this is, again, a podcast. And I felt that that translated that old-timey comic book feel in the best way. 
So I went with that route in terms of the voice of the piece. And I, it was fun for me to make the narrator kind of a character in the piece in his own right. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like so, that a lot. Yeah, that's where I came at it from. And I had a lot of fun thinking of the animals that played all the characters, so I chose nothing but weird animals to play most of the characters. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, there you go. Yeah, we got Billy Goderberg, Miss Pinchy Lobsterton, uh, Mary Jane Walrus, and... <laughs> Uh, so many, a so many others. A tribute to Leslie Nason. <laughs> yeah, Leslie yeah. Nason. Uh huh. Leslie Nason, a horse. Mm-hmm. Um, man, what I love is that you did this like preachy abstinence-only sort of thing, and yet you went into so much more detail about <laughs> what was happening and like just the the anatomy that was happening mm-hmm. like you you would never get that much detail from an actual like uh i don't know preachy anti-sex like sex is the devil sort of sort of uh psa yeah it's both because, like sexual so, at the same time as telling you not to have yeah sex. it's such a contradiction yeah. so i love graphic. it <laughs> <laughs> so graphic. I did not want to hear any of those details. I mean, last week I went pretty graphic. Yeah. Uh, with some details we probably didn't want to hear, but they were at least human. This <laughs> with the claws. Oh, and I had to question how the lobster was going to get pregnant. Was she going to have a, a huge clutch of eggs on her abdomen like an actual lobster? Or was she going to swell up like a human? I just, I just, there were questions. What I wanted to rules? know the answers, but I didn't <laughs> want to know the answers. What are the rules of this universe? We don't know. Tune but in I next really week. liked, yeah, I liked your battering ram condom. Oh, that's terrible. Break down the gates of pleasure. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. So many points. So many points for all that stuff. Uh, um, and, and you got the heroes. You mentioned the Iron Mantis, Mr. Fantastic Fox, mm-hmm. which is a nice combination. Yep. Uh, the Green Gibbon, Black Catapus, <laughs> which I, I was thinking it was a platypus dressed as a cat, but in fact it was an octopus dressed as a cat, mm-hmm. which I like. Uh, there was one more. There was like an elephant. What was that? Oh, Miss Marvelephant. Yes. Miss Marvelephant. That was my favorite one. So you got five... Uh, and, heroes you know, and or MJ villains. Walrus is is a hero in her own right. Yes, yes. I, I I suppose I suppose. So you get my bonus points for sure about about the animalized Marvel characters. So good on ya. Thank good you. Good on ya. Love it. Yeah, it was fun. I, I again in that style of radio, I wanted to have these little product placement interstitials. Um, so. I thought that that was a good place to kind of tackle that bonus point. And when mm-hmm. I thought of the condom thing, I thought that kind of fit in the same vein, yeah. too. That there's and product if you want placement. To get a, if you want to pick up a Trojan horse condom, you just go to your local Narwhal Greens. <laughs> yeah, Narwhal Greens. That's good. Yeah. That's... I, my gosh. And you did the song of beforehand, which I almost forgot about because I was so blown away by this, the weirdness that you just gave us, <laughs> but you get, you get a million points for the song. So, uh, wow. I kind of stacked the deck. Wow. Yeah. No, you, you did good. I don't even know what else to say. You did good. You, it was weird. Good. I'm, I'm a little grossed out. Good. 
I'm I'm a little angry. Uh, I'm a little upset at the at the lack of of true sexual education that's happening here. I hope no none of the kids who are listening actually take this seriously. Except for the tusk uh, gardeners. That's yeah, that's a tip hot. you can take to the bank. Yeah. <laughs> uh I don't know, Marcus. Give me, give me some. What do you, what do you think about this piece? <laughs> well, so you got my bonus points of doing a PSA. I kind of wish I could take them back. <laughs> uh, my secret bonus points involved there being a real threat. So my secret hmm. bonus points was I thought you're gonna so, have uh, covered a, uh, a super villain <laughs> who. <laughs> Was threatening to turn the amazing spider ham or Aunt May Porker into bacon. Hey, hey to be oh. fair, to be fair, he did say that Mary Jane was gonna roast him. Yep, yep. So there's, you know, hints. Yep. <laughs> and the lobster getting buttered. Yep. Uh, so <laughs> you know, you hit a lot of the tone thing, and you were doing a real satire. So that's something that's. Uh, very interesting to take a wholesome piece and do something not wholesome with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm still trying to get over the fact of how creeped out I am. <laughs> but I think you did a good job with it. I think you did a good job of uh, coming up with character names and having a fun voice to this thing. So I'm, I'm, I'm pleased. I'll give you, you a know, copy of uh, Amazing Fantasy number 15, which oh. is the first appearance of Spider-Man. Probably won't fetch much because he's just the guy who inspired Spider Ham. Don't think it's worth very much, but that'll be your uh, your points for this. Oh, lovely! That's a lot of points. Those are really good. There's, there's a lot of worth there. <laughs> I mean, I've heard of Spider Ham, the Spider Man guy. I don't know about. <laughs> it's a pretty old comic. Those aren't valuable. <laughs> uh, what's the condition of the comic? The condition? It hasn't yeah. been graded. Okay. So I'm not gonna pay to send it in. To get your CDC grade, it's not even CDC. I got the grading organization wrong, but you know, <laughs> the Center for Disease Control. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which maybe you need to visit after the sham fiction, <laughs> just to get a little checkup. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. You know what I liked about this is that you had this weird story about stopping teenagers from boinging, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, Peter <laughs> takes the condom for himself because he is above the law and then goes home and to find just a world of sexual <laughs> pleasures waiting for him. <laughs> I like that it all tied together and I like that he's clearly a hypocrite. Well, is and, he? I mean, uh, will he go through with it? That's the question. We'll find that, out That next is week. the question. I, practice what you preach, porker. Um... The you got my bonus points about having the Marvel animals. You didn't get my secret bonus points. Oh, I those? was hoping for some uh, Tony Stark being a dick to children. Oh. I wanted uh, Tony Stork, or you know, it's Iron Mantis. So whatever, whatever the Tony Stark Iron Mantis is mm. uh, being a dick to Peter Parker didn't happen, but it was a long shot. Um, but <laughs> really. <laughs> Really interesting piece. I don't know how to rate it, but you had a song, so any points you lost for creeping me out with this story, <laughs> you got back by giving me that really long song. Uh, so I gotta give you, 
I gotta give you like an entire pack, all all ten of the battering ram Trojan horse <laughs> condoms. So you know, do with it what you will. Oh man, there's so many gates of ultimate pleasure that be battered <laughs> down. Uh huh. Just just good luck, kid. Oh, hey, wow. thanks, guys. Good good things. Good things. Mm-hmm. So, and, uh, so yeah, Spider-Ham, if, if I want to read it, where can I find it? Just steal it on the internet. What? I think it's on Marvel Unlimited. Yeah, <laughs> yes, the... Marvel Unlimited. Yeah, pay for it. Sorry, Service. don't steal it. <laughs> or you can buy a copy on the uh, the internet's different places. Yeah, back issues, too, at uh, comic book stores, if you're lucky. And yeah. this has are been these, going are, for a really long time, is that right? It's come back. Oh, okay. it's It's like... It's like something that Peter Porker might warn you about. It can go away, but it's never really gone. Ooh. <laughs> yep. I, I, I'm catching you adrift. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to think of the animal version of herpes. What's the, uh... I'm not helping you with that the one. the anthropomorphized herpes? Hmm. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you. Well, I'm going to go uh, hop in the shower and cry for a couple hours, but I should be good for next week. Oh, man. <laughs> so, good. 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 I like this. Uh, you can't beat the dredge of pure energy. There you go. The sec For the second episode, only the second episode of Ham Fiction. This was pretty good. This is pretty good. I think we should do this again maybe one more week. At least <laughs> one more week. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've yeah. reached 50 episodes. We might as well yeah. break it and do 51. Uh, oh, yeah, I don't know what you're talking 50, about. But, yeah. If you count, like, <laughs> non-related podcasts. I get it. Yeah. Sure, sure, guys, <laughs> sure. So this is Andrew Neal. This has been Andrew Neal for <laughs> Sham Fiction. Boom. Gone. Out. Thanks, Thanks Andrew. Eric. Bam. Marcus and... Eric? For Ham Fiction. Cut that part Perfect. out. Perfect. In the This is... Note, note to editor. Cut that out. Cut it out. It's gone. I'm leaving it in. Oh, Good no. night, everybody. Bye. Sham Fiction is produced by Two Jackets Productions, which is Eric Carlson, Marcus Mann, and Andrew Neal. Special thanks to Reed Reimer for providing the music. For a full list of episodes and to read this week's fiction, visit shamfiction.com. Follow us on Twitter at shamfiction, and please, don't forget to subscribe and rate the show. Sham Fiction. Write what you don't know. Hey there, listeners. Andrew here. I have something to tell you. Step into my office. Shut the door. Feel free to pour yourself a drink. Bar's right over there. Who cares if it's 10 a.m. on a Wednesday? Live a little. You comfortable? You ready? Great. I need your help with two troublesome clients. Now, I'm not going to name any names, but they rhyme with Schmerick and Schmarcus. These two guys have a very promising podcast, I mean business, business, that they're running into the ground with this wackadoodle idea that the current business is over and that a new stupid business is just getting started, even though that stupid-ass business isn't real and the current business is, and they're just confusing people, and, and, can you, can you just, uh, please save me? Please, please save me. Uh, if they keep this up, um, I just may go... Go... Mad. I guess we'll just have to find out. Next week. On... Sham Fiction.
Ugh.